I just heard you all can get a $500 airfare for free when you spend $5,000 at a local jewelry store. Hmm. You do the math, folks. Happy almost Valentine's Day. You're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast, WDCS, with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike. What's happening, everybody? It's Big Mike. It's Friday night. It's Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. You can send your candy to me for Valentine's Day. I like uh, chocolates. They're good. So send them to me. Happy Valentine's. We got a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk Elvis, NASCAR, NFL. We're going to honor a fellow broadcaster and a bunch of other stuff. Because, well, who are we? What are we? We're warm beer in the cheap seats. Mom and Dad, where are the kids tonight? They're listening to us. It's almost family friendly. Take it away, Casey. Uh, Yes. I'm taking it away to just bring it back. So there you go. Happy Friday, everybody. Sweet Melissa. Big Mike. Happy Friday. We have the big game this weekend. Remember, we got only... We can't say Super no, Bowl. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, we're we're going to get bad. shut down. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the big game. It's the big game. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you can't... Uh, oh, the big... We. I'm excited about the big game. So what what's the deal with that? Did the NFL say, "Hey, um, you have to pay us to say Super Bowl now"? I uh, well, pr- probably. It's like, hey, you can't say Christmas. You got to call, got to call it that holiday Jesus was born. Is that what is that we what we're doing? The really big bowl. Oh, you mean birthday? Birthday. You can't say that. Because I, I said, actually, I said birth. Birth. So, yeah, just to be safe. So that that gets us. Uh... The ginormous bowl. That sounds better anyway. Stupendous bowl. There you go. Yeah. Acronyms for Super Bowl. That's going to be the show. Acronyms for Super Bowl. And I feel like we're pumping it up more than. You the- mean like SB? Yeah. Super Bowl. Or that could be... Oh, you mean... Oh, no, no. BG. Big game. Big game. Big game. Big game. Big game! So. Yes. So, we'll we'll discuss that uh, in a little bit. But I think the first thing we want... Oh. What are we covering? Well, I, I think the first thing that... You know, I think would be uh, that we were going to talk about. You like Elvis Presley. I love Elvis Presley. I like Elvis Presley. Are there people that don't like Elvis Presley? Yes. Oh. There are. Those are people that just don't know Elvis Presley. (laughs) Those are people that have, they have, they they like to beat kittens and (laughs) spit on children. Those are the same people who don't like Elvis Presley. Yeah, Al-Qaeda. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't like Elvis Presley. Yeah. So and that's why it's important to stand firm against them. Show them no fear. No fear. Do they can you still get no fear t-shirts? I'm sure. That uh, was a thing. I owned quite a few in my time. Me too. And Big Johnson? Big Johnson t-shirts. Do you remember those? Oh yeah. Yeah, people in 
uh, junior high. I wore those. Eight. I wore those to high school, and I didn't get in trouble. Okay. Oh, no, the other one was uh, the big dog. You know, you know, if you can't uh, run uh, with the big dog, say play, 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 and then you don't have a big Johnson. You know, or something like that. No, <laughs> that would have been a big Johnson shirt. Well, they, I think they had a crossover. There was crossover shirt. There was yeah, a it was a big dog with a big Johnson. Oh my! Wow. So those who don't know what a big Johnson T-shirt is, it was it was a novelty T-shirt. There was a scrawny looking kid. Yep. He had a, he had a name. I can't. He, he had a big, big wang. wang. Big wang. Big wangage. Wait, was which the is wang weird because it was called Johnson. So you'd think it had to so, do with his penis. Uh, Melissa, look it up. Look up big Johnson T-shirts. Well, I. I've heard of them. And I, I got away wearing these to high school. How? I don't know. Did they have penises on them? No, there were no wieners on the t-shirts. Oh. But the new ones that we'll make that you'll find on our website. <laughs> uh. No, these shirts, they were sexual into windows. Did I say that correctly? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Double entendres. Double entendres. So it's like, you know, it would be something Whoa. making like dick jokes. On a t-shirt. And, and the kid was like a nerdy looking kid. And he had hot looking babes around him. And it was all cartoony. I mean, not as cool as the idea of I have a shirt that just says, don't shirt my tuba. You know, but listen, it, listen, I'm, it, it's going to catch on. Okay. This don't one shirt says, my tuba. I force one in you. <laughs> I didn't have that one. And it's, all right. <laughs> and it's Bill Cosby on the cover of it. Oh, that's, it's like a, it's a Star Wars parody. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Holy Oh my, that's Wait. a that's more aggressive than the ones from my era. Yeah, that's that's a that's little like that's this. a hashtag me too. Right I had there. okay, so me being a race fan. Oh my god, it gets better. It says, "May I slip something in your drink now?" <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I have to read the whole shirt. Okay, oh, read okay. the shirt, sweet Melissa. All right, read the shirt. So everybody at home can. Wait, wait, wait. You Google send, Big Johnson. Wait, wait, wait. Send me a picture of the... Because uh, yeah, <laughs> that's going to go on at, at Beer Seats. So uh, on the Twitter. All right, folks at home, picture... Uh, you mean X. Yeah, no. Uh, fuck that idiot uh, in South America or wherever he's from. All right, picture a movie poster because that's what this looks like. All right, I'm picturing There's what movie? What movie am I... lightsaber. Right, because that's representing his... Right. Phallic unit and at the bottom it says who is in the movie quote unquote all right here we go starring harry palm fur that's pretty funny big mike almost made a <laughs> i almost made like a, a calculated error i almost there. made a bush light uh waterfall more like a fountain harry palm fur as hand solo okay Carrie A. Tissue as Princess Lay Us. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> Phil McCracken. Oh, yeah, that's classic. As C2 and 1. Oh, like. Uh. There's something that I'm not. <laughs> no, but just keep going <laughs> on that one. Just keep going. James but, Hurt. There's going to be one. But, but, but I think Phil, you say Phil McCracken. He's uh, Scottish. Okay. You know, cracking. Yes. No, no, just don't even. Uh -huh, just uh -huh. keep your. Uh, just keep rolling there, Melissa. Let's... Jams her bones. Oh my! As the voice of Dark Veener. Oh my! <laughs> uh. 
and enormous Johnson as like Streetwalker. Well, enormous E Normus Johnson's the nerdy kid on the t-shirt. Oh. So that's pretty good. Yep. But they had they at one point they had dozens of different t-shirts like that. I in fact I had a 69 Chevy pickup. I had a big Johnson decal in the back window of my 69 Chevy. And and the sticker had to do with the, the It was just like the the logo, the big it was actually a big Johnson racing oh. logo. All right, you brought up the the Chevy. Yeah. I did see this morning on the road Bless its heart. Like, uh, it's got to be around that era, 68, 69, Buick GSX. Oh, really? A GSX, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's you know, four, that, that would be, that would probably be a 69 or 70 with a big 455 GSX. Is yes. where, was, that's Grand Sport X4 Experimental. A real not muscle car. A real huh? muscle car. No. Nope. Not for Twitter. Not for, not for the Twitter. Not for Twitter. It's for X for Experimental. Yeah, he's just cruising. Just cool car, man. Yeah, cool car. And you know what? Just just guy new. I could go out and lay down the hammer, but I don't have to. Just cruise. And it's Buick, so it's luxury. Oh, yeah. It's AC. The, the, yes. A AC. And, well, the, you know, the Buick and Oldsmobile muscle car air cars, the Cutlasses, the 442s, mm. the GSs, yep. Yep. they came appointed a little nicer than your Chevys and your Pontiacs. Correct. So it's a treat though to see them on the road when you it see is. Them. And you I think you don't rarely you don't rarely see them. Living anymore. down here in the south, I think we see more of those cars because our weather's better. Correct. So they're they're out roaming. We, yeah. I have a cut my cousin Anthony lives in Maryland and he's like, dude, I don't I don't ever see old cars on the road. He goes, When I come down to visit you, it makes me feel good because I see them out and about i'm like yeah, yeah man. Up, up north you have a short window short window, you gotta protect summer. them yeah yeah right now you're not driving any vintage iron absolutely not unless you uh unless you want to hasten the tin worm oh gosh <gasps> aka rust yep the tin worm. that is i've never heard that the tin worm correct <laughs> so sweet melissa are you going to order a big johnson t-shirt I just might have to. Okay, then. They were they, Right now, they're not at the popularity that they once were. Oh, we could bring it back. I wonder if there could be a warm beer in the cheap seats, Big Johnson t-shirt. I bet there could be. Mm. Yes. What that would be, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if they'll just somebody. try to, just as long as they don't just try to shirt my tuba. <laughs> shirt my tuba. Don't shirt my tuba. Or tuba your shirt. Hmm. You probably don't even remember what I mean referring to. No, I'm not. I I'm do. trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, the commercial no. where the guy's like, Oh, shirt my tuba! Yes. <laughs> the gambling commercial for, yes. the, for the casinos. Yes. Because now we can gamble in Florida on sports. Yeah. And the guy shoots a... The guy... He's playing his tuba. Whatever. The T-shirt cannon. Shoots right into his Don't tuba. shirt my tuba. <laughs> Don't shirt my tuba. Yeah, I mean, wow, a lot of gambling. I mean, I guess we'll talk about the big game here in a minute. Big game, aka the Super Bowl. Can't say that. Yeah, what that was. That's of recently that 
that's come down the pike. It is. It is. The big game. In fact, that like even at the grocery store and stuff, stock out for really? the big yes. Unless unless a, unless a product is, I don't know. Maybe Frito Lay has like a in in with the with N- oh. the NFL. And they can put Super Bowl, but if you're Utz potato chips, you have to use the big game because you're Utz, not Frito-Lay. Yeah. Which I think Utz is a better potato chip. That's a different show. That's warm beer in the kitchen. (laughs) That sounds good for a show. It could be. could be a spinoff. Yeah. You know, we are we are, you know, approaching the spring when new TV shows, right? Is that when the new TV no, shows Well, no, well, actually because the shows hadn't been airing, they're they're all going live right after the Super Bowl. But some have already gone. You live. said Super Bowl, dude. You should have uh, said big game. <laughs> Son of a biscuit. Going live after the big game. That's what we Correct. can call it, SB, Son of a Biscuit. Son of a Biscuit. So, moving on to big things. That are not bowl-related. That are not bowl-related or Johnson-related. Big game, game. See that on the news. We got the news on right now. Uh, Big game. Big, big game. Um, You mentioned you watched an Elvis movie this week. Oh, yes, we did. Charo. Charo. It's a good one. All right, let's talk about it. Phyllis said, Casey, pre-show, asked me, hey, hey, I'm I'm an Elvis movie fan, but I've seen all the bubblegum Elvis movies. What was Charo like? What was the premise of the film? All right, so Charo was filmed in or released in 1969. This would have been hot on the heels of his comeback special in 68. Sure, and this is the end of his movie career. This is when he's done with the movies, and we're going to get into that and the old good old – we're going to kick old Colonel Parker in the teeth a few more times on this show. But go ahead, Casey. Listen, there's never enough times to kick old Colonel Parker. Colonel Parker. Anyways. So Charo. So Charo is a Western, but it's more oh, like I a, think I know the film. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and it, it just kind of starts off kind of quick. He walks into a little cantina. And he's asking, like, if you'd seen this girl, whatever. And um, he didn't bust into a, a a song at that point. No, no, no songs. Yes, he did what? in the no, beginning. No, 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 Maybe no, no. He didn't sing. Elvis had a song he made for yeah. the lead track of the movie. But in the film, he did not sing. No, no, he does not it sing in a movie. It was not like. Any okay. of his other films. He did not sing he needed a lemonade or anything ridiculous like <laughs> that whatsoever in this film. He <laughs> he it was just uh strictly it wasn't uh, like kissing cousins. Yeah, it wasn't uh clam bake, uh any of those horseshit not movies like, he made. There's one speedway that Richard Petty's actually in that one too, but still Which one? Speedway. Oh speedway. the one where he's yeah, a yeah. stock car driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, oh, you know who's in that one too is Bill Bixby, the Incredible Hulk, before he's the Incredible Hulk. Oh. Well, he's nice. just Bill Bixby. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the movie starts kind of quick, and, uh, you know, he's a 
someone that was like, as you find out, you put the piece together. He was an outlaw. He was part of a larger gang. Uh, and the guy had, and, and this is like 1860, like late. End of the or, Civil or War. Post. Post-Civil War. Post-Civil War. Because one of the guys in the gang was, uh, you was don't he know if he was a he was a Confederate uh, artilleryman, but you don't know if he was necessarily um, someone that was a deserter, which was very common in the West. A lot of deserters headed out west because it was just too far. They just didn't it was even fractured. Bo- yeah. It, well, it, they just didn't bother chasing. Though there were guys that their job was to chase down deserters that went out west. Mm. But when the war ended, then they just kind of went away. They're like the hell with it. You know, there were there were bounty hunters out there back hmm. then. Anyway, so I don't know if this guy was necessarily a deserter or just a veteran. He was always wearing his Confederate jacket, you know, with, right. with his stripes. They had stolen uh, a a canyon a cannon that was uh not a canyon uh, correct that that was like gold and silver and, and it was for the mexican army and it signified like a, a victory in battle or something like that it was like more of a ceremonial piece but would have been worth a lot of money that's time uh, the the mexican army was something of a force unlike today yeah, you know, unlike today, but uh, they, they, you know, you didn't want to accidentally cross paths with the federales. You were going to have some issues. So the gang had put it as Elvis's character, Wade, had stole the cannon, and then there was he was wanted on both sides of the border. So, by the Mexicans and by the by Americans. The Americans. So... Elvis was trying to clear his name and get the cannon back. And, you know, it was just good old. And in the end, it was a Western that came down to. I'm going to watch this movie. I can't believe I haven't seen it because I'm a fan of Westerns and I'm a fan of the king of rock and roll. So how how have I gotten it 47 years into my life without watching this film? I don't know. I'd never I'd never heard of it either. Well, you know, let's talk about and, and, this. And I like westerns a lot. I'm it, a big fan of the western. I think there was good pace. Um, the The musical score was nice, but mostly instrumental. How was the king's acting? What, how would you rate Elvis's acting in this film? Because he was his films, other than pretty much all of them, they, they, he didn't. They weren't. No, it they, actually he played showed, the same character in every movie. Yeah, I, I'd say the range was decent. You know, I. I, I would have liked the scene more. I think if you gave him more roles, I, I think you would take it. Which he desired. Peeled that onion back a bit. But I, I think he was, in my opinion, believable. I think he showed a little bit of range. You know, it was more of a serious role. Instead uh, of a bubblegum role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it. You know, and it. You know, movies at that time, they were about an hour and a half, you know. Not Which nothing. I think is a perfect movie length. You know, it wasn't a... Two hour, three hour. Yeah, it wasn't a three hour Marvel movie. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm losing my touch. Three hours is a bit Yeah, Char- so Charo was Charo. the name of the movie. Uh, I would recommend it. 
uh, if you like Westerns, if folks out there like Westerns, you know, just to see Elvis do something other than Elvis singing. But I mean, this is again, hot on the heels of doing the comeback special. And I, I think he had a brief window where he was kind of rebelling, um, successfully from Tom Colonel Tom Parker. Well, and got a couple things, but then like it all just kind of stemmed back to, he ended up getting a residency in Vegas and then that all just kind of went to the wayside. I thought it was very good. And I think it was a smart movie. And some of us didn't maybe pick up on what others of us thought was easier to pick up on. So to me, that made it better that you had to think, I think. Casey might not have had to think. I had to think and ask questions. No. Yeah, because he was trying to find a girl and, you know, it involved like a, a love triangle. And then, you know, he had left the, the gang and it involved that girl with the love, you know. They didn't spell it all out. You had to. Yeah, you, you find out at, kinda at, as it goes as along. As it goes along. Which is fine. I, I like that. I'm kind of sad that Elvis didn't have any other rules like that. I think. All right. So we were talking pre-show and part of this I learned uh through um interview with barbara streisand she was you know doing press she just wrote a book elvis was originally supposed to be cast in the stars born in the 70s at chris christopherson chris christopherson got was the in role. that film yep it was supposed to be with elvis which would have been a more dramatic role sure. for him and tom parker uh kind of torpedoed that whole thing because he kept pushing for greed he wanted a piece of the action he did he wanted it was all about a producer's credit and he he had to have a producer's credit for himself not even for elvis for himself for elvis to take the role so i and you know elvis not alive so elvis probably doesn't even know half the things that even went on in his career to know what he even missed out on because I guarantee, you know, the colonel never had these conversations with Elvis. Because oh, Elvis that's guaranteed. Elvis would have taken that role. Hundred percent. I mean, to work with Barbara at that time, and she was a pretty big star. Uh, I I don't know. Sad. It is sad. It was sad. Uh, you know, Elvis didn't kind of get his due in that sense. I mean, look. I, not, not going to say Elvis didn't get his due. He's he was the biggest star in the world, but sure. But he didn't get to do kind of explore the artistic things that maybe he wanted to kind of explore that he could have been good at. I mean, he could have been like that turn that Sinatra made that went from like pop star to being an, a full fledged actor. And sure. you know, Frank Sinatra made that turn. You know, why couldn't Elvis? And Frank even ended up in a cannonball run because of that. Uh, not what if it's not, 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 not a good one though. The second, one. second one, yeah. but it's still a cannonball run that Frank Sinatra ended up in. <laughs> yes. That's true. <laughs> I noticed he was in a Chrysler product. He did have a Dodge Daytona turbo Z. Well, I mean the, the, when they came back with the, what, what line was that? 
the Chrysler Imperial. The in Imperial the er- in the early '80s. Frank was like a because uh, they were they were, they brought back the Imperial name, which was a line. Oh, uh, that was well the Imperial. So Imperial was its own division with Chrysler, correct? Which was the equivalent to Cadillac or Lincoln. Yes, but they never sold as many cars as Cadillac, or not even as many as Lincoln. Although I think the Imperials were kind of cool. But yeah, Frank did become the spokesperson for the new Chrysler Imperial. And I think it was 81. Yes. When that car came out. And um, there was like a, he, he had a, one that was like nameplated with. Yes. With there was like a Sinatra edition and it was like the color blue. They said it was the same color as his eyes. Right. Kind of goofy. Yeah. But Old hey, whatever. Eyes. Old blue eyes. But I mean, that, that's kind of cool. That's it. So uh, Frank was a Chrysler guy. Anyhow, that's weird car guy stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, that's that, this podcast talks about these things. Everything, how it all intertwines. We talk about the big game. We talk about Elvis. And we talk Frank about. And Chrysler Imperials. I mean, who else is delivering content like that? <laughs> Only us. We're the only ones. <laughs> and I think I think yes. the three people who listen to us appreciate that. Don't you three people? Thank you. Yeah. So uh but okay, so Charo. Charo is the Elvis film that I need to put on You're gonna love it. Flicks of the net. Flicks of the net. To watch the King of Rock and Roll. Charo. That really was his last film? Uh, it, it would have been one of his last films that I can think of because then he ended up doing that residency in, in Vegas and that that kind of took up a lot of his time. Right. Two hours. Two hours? Okay. It's not like Charo. And you know what? They, they really don't explain it other than. So, the, what is the, Charo? Uh, so, it's not Charo's Jaja Gabor's sister. No. And you know what? The bartender says it at the beginning like a couple times. Does she? No, he. Uh, when the first scene, there's a male bartender. He walks into a cantina and he's. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Oh, you're. Oh, right. okay. Here's what it is traditional Charo in Mexico. Oh, horseman is a, is historically the horseman from the countryside, the ranchero. Oh. So he's a cowboy. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, he was saying it to me. He said it like yeet. He just kept yeah. saying charo. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, that makes sense. Well, not to be confused with <clears throat> charo. Was she related to, was she Jaja's? No, she wasn't Jaja. No, no, no. Charles. She was just a, like an actress. Yes. She was like another, she was Brazilian? What was Charles? S- something like that, but in the same vein of just, I We were like, we were right at the end of Charo. I don't think anybody listening to this show under the age of 40 knows, would know who Charo is. No, absolutely not. I'll pretend I'm under the age of 40. We're going to let you be under the age of 40. <laughs> Maybe even under the age of 45, yeah. it sounds like. Damn it. it there it is. Charo, she's from she's from Spain. She's not Brazilian. Oh, she was Spanish. She has a really long Spanish name. She has... Well, because is, it's the, the parents, the grandparents of both sides. and that's, Great-grandparents. Yeah. 
Her Charo's real name is. This is no wonder why she didn't go by this. Marie Rosario Pilar Martinez Molina Balziz. Baziz, I think I'm saying that right. By, yeah. Something. Am I saying it yeah, right? You're, well, you're saying it better than me. All right. Yeah. AK. AK Charo. Charo. I would have gone by Charo too with a name like that. Yeah. She was a flamenco guitarist. So wait, she was a horseman? No, she, no. Was, she was Charo. This but her was, name was a horseman. No, no different, so different, different spelling. Different spelling. Oh. Okay, as our show derails and people are starting to turn us off. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, by the way, uh, when he had a ranch in in the Dakotas, long before his political aspirations, uh, he had a, a working ranch. You know, uh, and I'm going to forget the name of the town, but it's it's out there in the Badlands, in the western most western part of North Dakota. He, he had always talked about the Mexican, um, you know, cowboys. And, uh, you know, they they were really good. Like he was like, I ain't going to get anything done without them, you know? So I don't know. Hmm. Uh, A lot of Mexican cowboys. That could be a song. I was just thinking it. See that? I changed the words from Ryan. I mean, we watch, we watch a lot of Westerns and stuff like that. And always just like, you know, you know, why? But the West was. As are much more diverse than you realize it was. One hundred percent. You know, one hundred percent. The West was diverse. Wait, wait. Especially wait. as the Civil War came to a close, and westward westward expansion was full tilt boogie. Yeah, you had people out there making their way, whether they were cowboys or they were out seek their fortunes. Yeah, you had white, black, Mexican, Chinese. All sorts of immigrants. All kinds like, of immigrants. Like fresh off the boat immigrants. Yeah. Head head west, man. Did you ever watch uh uh Deadwood when it was on Yes. HBO? Wait, the Hoople Heads. That's what oh, they were called. The they, they, they were they, those were like the That was a rough show. The Norwegian, they would always call them the because I guess like how they talk, but like the Scandinavian. That that's I think that that probably represented the West how it really was, more so than well. That that was the worst version of the West. Yeah. was Deadwood because it was the most dangerous city in America. I mean, people just got murdered left and right. It, it was insane. It was just a absolutely lawless town, lawless town. That's South Dakota, no? Uh, it's actually correct. Deadwood would be in. What is modern day South Dakota? It was at the time what was called the Dakota Territory. Was it even part of the United States? It was in the muddled area. It was kind of like it was out there. It's we kind of we kind of like it. We kind of own it, but we don't want to really recognize it yet. Yep, the Hoopleheads. The Hoopleheads and Charo. She played the flamenco guitar for them. So going into going into sports news, can we lead off with NASCAR? Absolutely. So we had the clash at the Coliseum, and it was moved up a whole day because of bad weather that came through California. Well, they were expecting rain, and uh, it rains twice a year in California, so they were freaked out. 
Unlike here where it rains in the summer every day. Well, like they, they could get rain in Lyria. Hill's going to like disappear and just slide into a town. So yeah, it's, it, it was, their, their hills are made of clay. There's, it, it's dumb. Is there a song about that? <laughs> Not hills, but something about being there, made of clay. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think it's different. Probably is different. So the Clash of the Coliseum should have run on this past Sunday night. It ran Saturday, late afternoon, early evening. Saturday, there was supposed to be four qualifying races, heat races to decide the starting lineup for, what were you laughing at? (laughs) Share it with the class. The sound of music. The sound of music. The hills are alive. The hills are alive. Oh, see, I thought she had... Or the hills have eyes, which is a really oh, freaky movie. I, th- I thought she had a structured settlement, but she needed cash down. Wentworth, eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. But somebody, didn't you get like a JG Wentworth like? See, this just shows you, everybody, your phones are listening to you. From, like, reciesaregood.com or something. What? (laughs) This is great. J.J. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. 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 I have a structured settlement, but I need cash Do you think they hired real opera singers? I I could do this. We could do it all show and every way. I could do this for the next half hour. (laughs) It just doesn't. What brilliant marketing. First off, for folks that don't know, if you recorded us last week after show, that's all we did for like an hour. (laughs) And we giggled like little Uh schoolgirls. Yes. I mean, we just sang this jingle. (laughs) Again, listen, the marketing guys, they win. Ah, We won. They're saying... That goes back 10, 15 years, if not longer. Anyway. J.G. Wentworth. 877 cash now. (laughs) So they moved the race up a whole day. I didn't find this out. So my my dad and I were out running around Saturday. Had XM radio. I, I listen to XM radio exclusively. Yep. So we flipped from Willie's Roadhouse. Mm hmm. Over, down to NASCAR radio that said, Hey, the qualifying races should be starting soon. Let's listen into the, you know, the pre-race stuff come to find out they were starting to qualify for the race, which they ran Saturday night. So they, ra- they ramped the race up 24 hours because the, the torrential rains coming into California. They qualified. Ryan Blaney, NASCAR champion, did not make the cut, but they had highest finishing driver from the previous season would get the 23rd starting position for the race. Ryan Blaney did that. That's their lucky number. 23. So, what a debacle. What a debacle on so many levels. You hyped up and advertised, hey, we got this big 
exhibition race on Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, 8 o'clock. It's not even Sunday. It was going to be Sunday, 8 o'clock at night. Super prime time. They were going to run the race. Moved everything up. On the radio, they're saying, hey, call your NASCAR friends because not everybody's going to know this. And I'm sure people were pissed off and missed some of the race. The fan turnout was less than desirable because, again, this was kind of last minute. Did they give people their money back? They did. NASCAR actually is refunding everybody for their tickets that they bought for Sunday. I, I did hear that. That's good. So, um, Steve O'Donnell, he is a higher up within NASCAR. And he said, this was, that was definitely a losing proposition. Um, the halftime performer, which again, stock car racing doesn't need a halftime. Uh, what's who was supposed to be there? Some, I don't even know who the hell it was. Didn't even show up. Ew. Yeah. Whoever it was supposed to be. But all in all, it was a decent race. Probably the best short track race with a new car. New car has struggled on the short tracks to put on a compelling race. A good race. A co this race had comers and goers. Ryan Blaney, our defending NASCAR champion, started 23rd, finished third in the race. He was up to third place You know, within by halftime. Hmm. That does sound weird. So, so yeah, it does sound totally, <laughs> totally weird for NASCAR. But we had some Denny Hamlin won. Not a Denny Hamlin fan. But we like his PJs. We do like his PJs. He did use his one liner. I beat oh. your favorite driver yeah. again. See, what? that's starting oh, to get yeah. a little old, though. Well, Kyle Petty called him out. Yeah. Kyle Petty called him out and said, Denny, time to get a new catchphrase. And on Denny's podcast, Actions Detrimental, he said he's retiring. I beat your favorite driver. Oh, he is? Yes, he is. He's not going to use it. Kyle got to him. Kyle got to him. Good. <laughs> Kyle should get to him. Because, I, I mean, come on. I Grow up a little bit. But that's his, I, I think that's that's much of Denny Hamlin's character on and off the track. Real Denny Hamlin and maybe Denny Hamlin putting a show on for the fans. He's a little arrogant. He's a bit arrogant. Yeah. And I'm not saying it as a negative thing. I think as a race car driver, you have to not give a damn about everybody else but around you. You know, but okay, but you're not. Keep it on the track. But right? you're not 23 anymore. No. You're he, like an elder statesman now. He's uh, 43 years old. Yeah. You, you got to start acting the part of being uh, a diplomat of the sport. Which I don't think he is right now. I think he's on the outer fringes of that. So Denny won. There was some heat that came out of the race. Um, Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace Still not best friends. They had a little altercation on the track. Yeah. The better altercation was Ty Gibbs and Joey Logano. On the last restart, Logano kind of in racing terms 
used up Joey, didn't give give him the basically. Ty Gibbs didn't give up his line and right. pushed Joey to the outside. Joey got shuffled back. Um, so Joey was a bit perturbed by that, but Joey gave Ty Gibbs the bumper plenty of times during the race. But I think this is all great. I don't want these guys to be friends. I say this week in, week out on this show. I don't want them to be friends. I want them to be angry at each other. I want them to use each other up. I want guys not to give the other guy space. We're watching the news right now, everybody. There was a plane crash on Interstate 75. Down in Naples. Wow. Holy fire. Yeah, an engine failed and it landed on I-75. Were there fatalities? Uh, That, I don't know. But, I mean... They did what they're supposed to do, you know, land it there. That's. I mean, don't land it on someone's house. Yeah. Bad idea. So anyway. Oh, well, yeah. Two killed. That's not good. That's the headline. There you go. I didn't even read the whole headline. Me neither. So there's a guy standing as the plane exploded. So anyway, uh, I. NASCAR did what they had to do. I, yeah. I don't knock them. It, they had, had they not moved the race up, we would still be waiting for them to run the clash at the Coliseum. I think this will be the last year that they run at the Coliseum. Yeah. I think NASCAR finds a new venue to run this exhibition race. There's talk of going to Mexico. Okay. Mexico. So that would give NASCAR, you know, they call it international pre- presence. I don't think of Mexico. Of course, it is international. It's not the United States, but I don't think of them as kind of international. I think of them kind of Mexico, like our little brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, so does the Mexican lobster. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you can't go to. Like he would think of it as well, are, are, the big you, brother. Or first off, this time of year, you can't go to Canada. It's too cold. It's fucking cold. There's right. snow on the ground. Yeah. You can't race up in Canada. And that's another place that's international, but I don't think of it as international because we're on the same continent. Anyway, I digress. I would be fine with uh, I would going be, to Mexico. I, absolutely. Absolutely. NASCAR did run after the clash of the co- the clash race, the Bushlight Clash. The NASCAR Mexico series yeah. raced at the Coliseum. That was spo- supposed to be the um opener to the the clash was the main event right the class the nascar mexico series race was going to be the undercard event that ended up running afterwards and that was pretty good daniel suarez ran it and won by the way see see <laughs> so danny suarez won the he didn't qualify for the clash by the way so he missed he missed the clash, but ran in the NASCAR Mexico Series race. Pretty cool to see our our racers from south of the border come up and race in California. So I can see NASCAR. I think I think with rumblings talking where there's smoke, there's fire. No pun intended. There's smoke, there's fire. Um, I think you see the clash move down to Mexico next year. 
Why not? Yes. I think they should. Well, I, I don't know where else they, they would go unless you want to go to. Um, well, NASCAR, this whole thing is. A, a, like, it's, it's an experiment. Yeah. yeah. Look. I don't, I, they're not going back to Daytona. You shouldn't. Look, you already do races at Daytona. I, I think you should go out there and expand the brand. To a market that's not served. Go, go to an old track that's not been seen or, you know, revisit something that's old or, you know, or, or go somewhere that, Hey, I, I don't know. Go, go somewhere. I think it continues to be an experiment going to markets that are not served or lightly served by NASCAR currently because Southern California, you do have uh Fontana California speedway, which is under construction now. They're going to build it into a short track, but you're you're about a year and a half before that comes back. Right. But LA, second biggest media market in the country. Oh, no, yeah, no, no doubt, for sure. And that's where you're going to cultivate new fans. I think NASCAR has to go and go someplace where they don't go, and that's, I think it's going to be Mexico. I really think they're going to Mexico, which would be cool. I like tacos. Maybe maybe we can send Melissa to Mexico next year. Yes. yes. Can I take the Mexican lobster with me? He may want to go with you. You may you may want to be careful. I've I've become kind of friendly with the Mexican lobster. He's kind of fresh. He might get fresh with you. <laughs> Casey may not like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have rules. Mm. You may want to get a separate room. <laughs> Not May, you do want to have a separate room for the Mexican <laughs> lobster for sure. Okay. Got it. Mexican lobster, if you're out there, you can call in if you want. So Defend yourself, buddy. Lobster. <laughs> so what else? We got we got the big game coming up. Yes. But more importantly, before the big game. Big game And you know, nothing says I love you. Like Alex Cooper, I really love you. You love one loves you. And you get money with the promo code. Don't forget promo code Big Ed. That's right. The promo code Big Ed. Lady Aww. Jill would slap me if I got her an Alice Cooper album for <laughs> Valentine's Day. I think that would be really cool, but I'd get a slap. Yeah, no, instead, I'm getting you a Jethro Tull. Oh, it's, it's, I, she's like, why are they, why are they playing flutes? I mean, come on. I mean, why wouldn't they be playing a flute? Along the lines of fluting musical acts, we could go with, um, uh, just forgot it. 
This is where the radio goes. Boom, boom, boom. Another one rides the bus. Boom, boom, boom. Another one rides the bus. What, what are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm any album confused. I'd get Lady Jill, yeah. she'd slap me. She get her weird out. Marshall Tucker, album. Marshall Tucker band. Oh uh, yes. yes, yeah. They yeah, had very yeah. oh, flute, yeah. fluterific. Yes, fluterific. Fluterific. Listen to any Marshall Tucker album. Very fluterific. I'm in a little uh, like you know Eddie Money. You're like, listen, it's the money maker. Rest in peace. He, he wants to buy you two tickets to paradise. Two oh, tickets yeah. to paradise or the Super Bowl. Or the big game. You mean I mean the big, big game. game. Yes. Big game. My the big bad. game. Yeah. Two the tickets to the big game. Two tickets to the big uh, game. <laughs> yes. Or how about this, Jim? I have a fixed annuity, but I need <laughs> cash now. JG Wentworth, 877 cash now. They should pay us. I mean, do you all at home hear how serious they are? That's we're good. I think we're good. I think in <laughs> my in, nailed it. in my head we sound good. Nailed it. I mean, I mean, uh, little <laughs> Blue Jays are just like twirling in the air, just like oh, they just nailed it. Uh, so you know, so good. Just saying. So we're like little Blue Jays singing. Oh no, no doubt. I mean, little. Blue Jays of Delight, yes. Like in Song of the South, that Disney movie. That we can't talk about. We can't talk because that offends people. I'm sorry. Yes. In that Disney movie about the South and Zippity-Doo-Dah that offends people, there were Blue Jays that sang. Yes. You think we'd impress them? Yes. Okay, cool. You know who impressed me? Who I have to do a memoriam to? Ah. Go ahead, please. Um, this week, in fact, it was on Thursday. I believe it was Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look. I, at, I, be, I believe it was Thursday. Let me look at the date. No, it was on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Mojo Nixon passed away. Yeah. Mojo Nixon, uh, as of recently, he was heard on Sirius XM radio on Outlaw Country. Yep. And on during the season, NASCAR season, he had a show called Manifold Destiny on NASCAR radio. Mojo was on the Outlaw Country cruise. So XM has a cruise that they do in the winter. Yep. Wait, that's when he died? He died on a cruise. No. Yes. So he died after... Sweet Melissa, Mojo, his um was he supposed to perform or he, he just did perform. perform? Yeah. He wow. did perform. He partied it up and had he stayed up all night. He had breakfast with his band. He had a cardiac event, is what his family says. Damn. And was passed away. Older? No. Mojo, he wasn't that old. No. He, he's born in 57. Oh, all right. Huh. What, 66, right? I can't do the math in my head. Me neither, I know. He was 66 years old. Good job. <laughs> Mojo, whose real name was Neil McMillan Jr., 
of Danville, Virginia. Well, he wasn't of Danville, Virginia now. Yeah. But he was a born North Carolina, raised in Danville. We were having a pre-show conversation about Danville, Virginia, home of Wendell Scott. Uh-huh. Great yeah, driver weird, in NASCAR. Right? That's weird. That's a weird connection, right? It is. Well, but but Mojo on his NASCAR show, he even had a song about Wendell Scott. It's called Wendell Scott. And he sang about Wendell Scott. <laughs> so everybody out there, Google Wendell Scott right now. Your first African-American winner in NASCAR and a true NASCAR pioneer, modified uh, Virginia State modified champion. He ran in the race of champions for the NASCAR modified series throughout the 50s into the 60s. Yep. I digress. But Mojo passed away. Mojo, he was kind of a fringe artist. For sure. I know of him because I listened to XM Radio and I listened to Outlaw Country. And yep. this Mojo guy, he was famous for a couple songs. I'm going to start with one song that not everybody knows, but let's look it up. Get on your uh, Apple Music. Debbie Gibson is pregnant with my two-headed love child. Oh, 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 wow. If that's not a song, I don't know what is. Are these like Weird Al songs? No, these are just these are just songs. These are great songs. Oh. Yeah, great songs. So that nobody knows. Uh, so Mojo, but I think Mojo's biggest, biggest, biggest song was the song. Hold on here. Elvis is everywhere, which coincides with our Elvis converse, conversation. Elvis is, is everywhere became a out of the blue hit for Elvis and Skip Roper. Uh, not Elvis, Mojo and Skip Roper. <laughs> it actually, this was a low budget. It was a song, Psycho Billy, kind of alternative rock song that got some airplay on MTV when they made videos or played oh. videos. It was a very low budget video and it got a ton of play on MTV. Mojo was doing commercials for MTV, but when they would not play Debbie Gibson is having my two headed love child, <laughs> he kind of severed his ties with MTV. Mojo was a big proponent of the freedom of speech. That's hysterical. Well, Mojo kind of lived his life on the edge. He didn't, he didn't buy into staying in the straight and narrow. Right. His songs were kind of out of there. Yeah. He was against the parental warning labels on CDs. CDs. Oh, CDs. CDs. Yeah, yeah. Him and Two Live Crew. That's a hell of a, uh, an accompaniment. A Psycho Billy guy and Two Live Crew. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Luke, you know. So Mojo passed away. He had a heart attack. He probably partied it up. I bet there was some illegal substances I involved. Hmm. That, but... he, he, didn't, he didn't make any. They have customs. They, they can't have. They can't it, do man. that on a cruise. No, they, no. There's customs. I'm sure uh, nothing happened. He made no bones about it on his show. That... I'm sure it was just root beer. 
Well, you know, there was a ship where, like, a bunch of people got, like, stomach poisoning or something. Was it that ship? No. No, no. There's a lot of ships where people are sick. Now, one of his other Usually songs. Usually most of them. Can I, can I talk about one more Mojo song? Sure. Do you remember Martha Quinn? On, yes. Yeah. He was a, she was at MTV she, she was like one of the VJ. original. She was one of the original VJs. All right. Well, I think Mojo and Skip Roper had a thing for her. Okay. They had a song called. You ready for this? Oh, boy. What's the name you ready it? for this? Yep. I got to get it here. I had it. This is where this is where my radio Martha is my Bartha. I'm just gonna just throw a guess out there. I'm just stuffing Martha's muffin. Oh, you're a close. Um, wow, that's flattering. That's flattering, (laughs) man. I don't know what Martha. I did a little research during the week to see what Martha Quinn's and Martha's like. I couldn't have been wetter. Was stuffing Martha's muffin? Yeah, she's like. Boy, I got a towel off down here. I'm sure she thought when uh, she, she probably that. said, "I ain't no turkey." So again, with is there any quote on on her response? I tried to find it and I could not. Although you know, she still does radio, Martha Quinn. Well, usually, uh, well, eighties on eight. They but, have a lot of VJs. Well, on I, 80s think, on 8. I think she pops on there. Does she from pop, time, pop on there? Time. There's a couple of the original ones. I don't think she mentions the Mojo song. Downtown, Julie Brown has a deeper voice than me now. She bothers me. Really? Yeah, she's all right. I mean, but she's one of the original. They have uh, Alan, Alan something. And- Who's the one lady DJ? It's not Mar- uh, It's not uh, Downtown Julie Brown. She sounds like she smoked like a pack of cigarettes before getting on the, on the radio. Uh, I know what you mean, but I don't know. Uh, wait, is she on like... Uh, 80s on 8. Oh. No, I... Oh, uh, there is another one. Yeah, I don't know. She sounds like she's a whole pack. Yeah. And she's probably still smoking them on, on air. Anyway. So anyway. In a, in a building. In the yeah. building. So, uh, although the three listeners we have and us... Yes. Not many people... Knew of Neil McMillan, aka Mojo Nixon, who was a big NASCAR fan. I it, wonder, did he write a song about Kurt Loder? That would have been good. No, but he did write some songs that did offend people. Yeah, yeah, I could Kurt see that. Loder. There was a Don Henley must die. Song. Oh God! Uh, you know who did? Who ah. who liked the song though? Everyone else on the Eagles. Well, he actually got up in a concert and sang it with Mojo. Ah! Right, Don so Henley did? Pretty yeah. Good. <laughs> and he knew all the fucking words. <laughs> so Don Henley's got a sense of humor. He's got a... He does. Well, I, I find that actually shocking on a lot of levels. Like yep. I've, Don Henley I've, must I've heard, die. I, I heard a lot of interviews with Don. He was kind of... He, he's, he's known a as a serious, serious guy. guy. Oh, yeah, a very, very intense guy to work so, with. They say Mojo Nixon, Neil McMillan, very yeah. seldom broke character of Mojo. Yeah. He was always kind of like a professional wrestler. Yeah. Back in the... Oh, he, he the kayfabe. Yeah. Kayfabe, man. Yeah. Back going, wrestling up until about the mid-80s. But anyways, Mojo 
Neil McMillan was always Mojo, which I, from what I hear, Neil McMillan made up about 75% of the Mojo character and the other 25% was kind of, you know, embellished. Sure. So at, at the concert where Don Hanley got up and sang, Mojo kind of broke character and basically challenged him to a fist fight. Wow. Like for and real? Don, yes. And Don Henley got up on stage and said, shook his hand and actually sang the song mm-hmm. with Mojo. And he knew the words. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's wild. So for you music nerds out there, this is your homework this week. This and this is, we, we are missing Big Ed and his rock and roll retrospective. Google some Mojo Nixon. Mojo, rest in peace. Thank you for all that you did on radio. Uh, thank you for the cool Elvis is everywhere. Listen, everybody, if you're an Elvis fan, even if you're not, go on iTunes, download that song. It's actually pretty entertaining. We're going to listen to it eating dinner tonight after the show. Mojo, thank you for all you've done. Uh, Godspeed. And uh, yeah, at least you went out having a good time yeah no kidding mojo nixon everyone mojo nixon oh by the way would you like to know how he came up with the name mojo nixon yes yes i would so mojo as in voodoo and nixon as in bad politics because he came up with his name in the 70s kind of at the in the wake of richard nixon's presidency which I'm kind of a Nixon fan. Sure. Who is it? Mojo. I mean, seriously. Other than Mojo. Yeah. But Mojo, hey, listen. His name was tongue in cheek. He was all about the freedom of speech. Who can, who can knock that? God bless you, Mojo. Thank you for your time here on earth. I hope you get into heaven because listening to some of your songs, you may not. But... <laughs> I'll throw a prayer in for you. Yep. There you go. There you have it. Do we have Subway this week? I do. I hear. Subway! Hey, how are you guys? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about about you guys? Hey, Subway, I got a wrestling question for you. Ask me away. Um... of the Brawling Brutes, now going by Pete Dunn. Yeah, sure. That was that. What what's the deal with that? And since you have our wrestling inside, what what was the why such a character change? Uh, do you have anything on that for us? Well, I think they were ready to split the Brawling Brutes, so Ridge Holland went back to NXT. Uh, Butch or now known as Pete Dunn, uh, stayed staying on the main roster, but they're bringing up his buddy Tyler Bate, and they're a tag team now. They uh, came out tonight. Correct. They came, yeah. So Pete Pete Dunn actually, well, um, Pete before he was Butch, he was actually Pete Dunn in NXT. AC mentioned that. Uh huh. Yeah, he was Pete Dunn in NXT, and you know what? He was a monster in NXT. He was the UK champion for. Oh my God! For a very, very long time, 
for a very, very long time uh, until he was defeated by Walter, now known as Gunther. Gun- Gunther. Gunther. Uh, which yes. his real name's Walter. Yes. Yeah. Walter Kahn. Uh, um, Little German so, boy. Austrian boy. Austrian. Austrian. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, he, um, um, everyone loved that character, the Pete Dunne character. And, but, you know, see, that's the thing. I, I'm thinking, what what is in that character? Because I'm not familiar familiar with him from NXT. Uh he's known as the Bruiserweight. So just someone that was like under like you know the big big guys, you know, but like someone that would just do a lot of damage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, no different than like, you know, the the Bret Hart's of his generation, you know. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. What happened there? What, was that thunder? Yeah. What happened yeah. there? Wait, 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 yeah, no, no. That was on your side. No, no. That it sounded like a gunshot. Yeah. What happened? Like oh my gun. god. I don't know. You're okay? Yeah. Is uh the are we gonna be like sitting here like who shot Subway Slam? Kind of like and then a cliff. Who shot Jr. No, who shot Subway? And, and then he wakes up and, and it was all like a, dream. a long list. And then we'd be like, oh, it was Ultimate Karen. Uh, <laughs> was there an issue yeah, okay. with the furnace there? Uh, no, no, no. I'm okay. I'm okay. Wow, that was uh. I mean, I heard it from here. No, I I was so loud. <laughs> yeah, well, it was loud on our end, and uh, I'm uh, about a thousand miles away. Maybe even more than that. Uh, yeah, probably. You know, if we we're gonna, you know, I, I was just trying to round to a number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys see the WrestleMania press conference uh, on Thursday? Yesterday. I did not, but I got the uh, cliff notes from somebody. I forgot they were doing that at the Super Bowl that they were doing like a little cross promotion. Yeah. And but I did see that Cody had decided, well, I'm still wrestling Roman Reigns. I'm going to finish the story. And The Rock slapped the hell out of Cody Rhodes. Yeah. It's pretty good. So uh, hats off to WWE. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Now, my big question is what's going to happen with The Rock now? Because I know originally they were going to do uh, The Rock versus Roman. They were, they were going to originally do that. And I know based on how the fans are reacting, they did not like that idea. Just because, you know, Cody won that Rumble. Um, they didn't want, they didn't want him facing off against Seth because, um, they thought like, you know, that that's an easy competitor for Cody to beat. I mean, here he, here he beat Seth in WrestleMania already. So, um, well, yeah, sense. I mean that, that already happened. And the other thing is like, uh, gonna be punk. The, 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 this, this was because of punk. Right. Well, the other thing with, uh, Roman Reigns and The Rock. I'm like, you can't have him 
they can't wrestle look, with him as a champion. Yeah, it just don't it, look. It just it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because yeah, he's not going to drop a belt to a guy that hasn't wrestled in like ten years. He, but he's he, made some movies. All right, so he's made some movies. I mean, then he might as well drop the belt to like George Clooney or I don't know, uh, Paul Giamatti. Actually, that would be better. And and uh, that would be hysterical. Paul Giamatti's your champion. But it, it, it just didn't make sense. It would make more sense that if Roman had dropped the belt at some point and then – him and the Rock have a feud. Yeah, but do you think table. do you think Roman is going to drop the belt? Do you think this is actually happening? I'm going to yes. say no. You think so, Subway? Well, you know what? Here's what could have happened. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, Cody already lost to him last year. Correct. I just I feel like that. You know, they're. You, you know, it's so complicated. I still think. Um, there is going to be a point where, you know, I do think the Roman and Rock are going to wrestle each other at some point. Um, I just don't know. Um, yeah, no, but over, uh, overall, I I feel like this has got to be it, you know? I mean, for, I, mean I, I felt that like the last three pay-per-views. Yeah, I mean... Here's the thing. They they couldn't do it with Cody at WrestleMania. Their last WrestleMania. I feel like this has got to be it. I mean But I but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Roman retains. I'm going to say Roman retains the belt. So we should do Casey, should we do predictions? We're we're still a little too far on, out. I mean, it's too early. On WrestleMania, yeah, wait, wait too We're far. too far out. So All right. we'll, yeah, because we'll, we haven't we'll even have gotten to. to elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah, there's like a couple pay-per-views ahead of this. There's So we'll we'll table that until we get a little closer, but Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll circle back around when we get close to the uh the show to end shows, you know, yeah. but, um, we're, we're a little far, far out. I, I don't know where they're going with it. They might not be a hundred percent knowing where they're going with it. I think they're yeah. still feeling it out a little bit. You know, they're getting the feels, but yeah. Yikes. And, uh, I actually had a new story that, uh, I wanted to share regarding, regarding wrestling. Uh, well, go ahead to, and share it. I sent it to Casey. Mm. Um, and it's something that happened, uh, recently in TNA. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Um, a gentleman that yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yes. So the TNA wrestling president, Scott Demore, he has been fired now. Why do you get fired? Well, we don't exactly know um, why, um, but this comes in like less than a month after they, they, uh, TNA just rebranded back to TNA. They were Impact for a good while, now they're back to TNA. Um, but I find it, and the reason why I'm talking about it, and the re- reason why I think it's very, very important is, got, is that Scott Demore pretty much like built TNA to what it is today. Um, 
I mean, he kind of made he he was one of the people that made TNA very very relevant uh, in the wrestling in the wrestling business. Um, and recently, uh, TNA has just been like the best it's ever been uh, when it comes to like uh, profit. Um, so it just makes no, I mean, it's, it's a shock, honestly, that, you know, they're letting Scott DeMore go because, uh, you know, he, you know, he's a great character as well in the ring. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, he was very, he's very important to TNA and like the creation what it is now today. So it's a huge, big, it's a huge shock and a huge deal. In wrestling. You think it's any Vince McMahon type shenanigans? You know what? When I when I originally saw the news, I was like, "Oh, this has it has to be because he was he had to do some Vince McMahon shenanigans." Uh, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. Um. So yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no, he brought in some big names to TNA uh, in the beginning, like Kurt Angle, Sting, uh, Jeff Hardy. Well, there are a lot of uh, wrestlers early on, and I think a lot of them were like even like investors into it, like yeah. they owned portions of it. Like I think even Hogan. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely Hulk. But I I don't know, you know what anyone's, uh, you know relation to it or ownership i i think they're all out now yeah um oh okay here's okay i got some more okay so breaking news so i'm looking at like what's going on he tried to buy t he tried to purchase tna wrestling right so, and? and I guess um, Len Asper, the guy who owns TNA, uh, just didn't like it, um, and they were butting heads. Uh, that happens. Well, yeah. maybe maybe that's uh, enough reason to uh, send someone down the road. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he he was also reportedly pushed. To, uh, he pushed for a bigger uh, TNA budget, and he really wanted to. Uh, he tried back in twenty twenty one. He tried to bring in Braun Strowman when he was first released, right? Um, but then um, pr- the higher hierarchy were like, no. Um, He's too. They're too. He's a too high asking price, um, and like they wouldn't improve the business uh, with Strowman coming in. And now, as you know, uh, Braun Strowman's now back in WWE. Right. Um. So yeah, sucks actually because uh, Scott Demore is a great guy. Uh, or I wouldn't say, I mean, well, we don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a great guy, but he's also a great, uh, businessman. Um, so yeah, no, it's, uh, 
huge deal. Well, speaking of huge deals. Yeah. Do we have a list? We do. Oh. Casey? All right. Well, if we're doing a list. We, we need to have nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Subway's list. He's got a list. Oh, yeah. Uh, this this could be a fun one. Oh, um, boy. I love when you say that. Oh, no, no, no. You're, I think you guys are going to actually like it. Uh, You've said that before, too. So this is from – so the source is from AmericanSongwriter.com, and this is the top 10 hair, greatest hair metal bands of the 1980s. Oh, here we go. Let's go. Yeah. So greatest um, – all right. I guess, Big Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I'm right, locked you. and loaded. I'm going to go for low-hanging fruit. Low, 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 low-hanging fruit. Low, low, low. We're going to go poison. Get low, get low, get low. Poison nice. is number one. There you Whoa! go. Whoa! Yep. Whoa! Big number Mike, one. right off the bat. Give me high five, come on, Case. Yes. <laughs> low-hanging fruit. I yeah, went for he it. He knew. He knew. That guy's got a structural settlement you know anyways uh wow so does uh brett michaels sure does. it's nothing but a good we time brett michaels all right I just heard he's in concert like by himself and he's also doing another yeah what was the tv show where he's trying to find a wife uh rock of love rock yeah, of love yeah, yeah. i oh, i actually that? watched i watched all three seasons of that train wreck ah, yeah. anyway uh, I all right, sweet Melissa, you're up next. Um, Nelson. Mm. Nelson. Uh, Nelson is not uh, on the list. Uh, uh, that's a swing and a miss. All right. It's usually what I do. All right, Casey. All right. Hair bands. Uh, hmm. Cinderella. Mm. Uh, Cinderella is a great choice. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Right. Cinderella. It's a good old yep. Philly band. Oh, yeah. I guess it's my turn again. Yep. You're full. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Cinderella is one of my all time favorites. Casey got that. I'm going to go for another one of my all time favorites. Rat. Oof. Rat. Spinning. Rat, uh, was it round and round? Yeah. Round and that round. was on out of the cellar, their very first album. Yep. Yep. Round Number seven. Round. Number seven. Dang. Yep. Which was covered by Big Ed. Yes. Oh yeah, great, great album. All right. Uh, sweet Melissa. Um. So Baby Die earlier said it was Nina Blackwood with the raspy voice. Oh yeah, that is definitely. Oh Nina, Nina. Black. Yeah, yes, yeah. Die. You're right. Oh, yeah. It is Nina Blackwood. This is Nina. She sounds like this. Hi, everybody. This is Nina Blackwood. Yeah, yeah. I just put out a cigarette uh, with a lit cigarette to light another <laughs> cigarette. Listen, we're going to play another great album. This is Thriller. Yeah. Michael Jackson. This is Cameo's Word Up. <laughs> this is Nina Blackwood. Thanks, Di. And anyway. she also said that Phil's choice is Twisted Sister. Ooh. So I'm Long Island's own. Twisted Sister? 
Yep. Yep. Not on the list. Wow. 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 Yeah. Uh, All right, Casey. Uh, New Jersey Zone. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is not on the list. Wow. Are you kidding me? I mean, they wore stonewashed jeans. They did. (laughs) That were really tight, nut hugger style. With cowboy boots. And long hair. Mm. All right. Uh, Big Mike. I'm going to go with Winger. Oh, yes. Who? Uh, Winger. She's only 17. uh, Winger. Is number three. Wow! Big mites, big mites hitting him high tonight, dude. Kip Winger has never been so happy in his life, and I can't. I'm not a big Winger fan, but oh, I got, I got a good one for my next. If somebody else can pick this, go ahead. All right, sweet Melissa. I thought I was gonna be good at this one, and I'm not. Um, I'm gonna say I know I should be good at this. Okay, there's some big names out there that have not been named. Hmm. I know. Um. Hold on, I'm picturing somebody. Hmm. They have She's long hair. Thing. They have makeup on. <laughs> yeah. Tight pants of some A sort. Kid, couple guys with guitars. Very uh, bouffant hair. Very bouffant-terrific. Teased, you know, a lot of Aquanet. Eyeshadow, like eyeliner. Oh, a lot of of makeup. A lot of makeup. A lot of makeup. That's the only thing I would, like, if I was in a hair band, that's the part I would have, I'd struggle with. Yeah. It's the makeup. Yeah. But you know what? It's necessary. The ladies loved them. Mm, They did. And how. Melissa? Does Guns N' Roses count? I I would say in my world, they do count. All right, let's do it. Subway, what do you say? Too bad they're not on the list. Damn. Wow. He just said it so cold. Oh, my gosh. Baby died just messaged me Guns N' Roses after I said it. Wow. I saw it after I said it. Well, I'm going to go with Warrant. Wow, you took mine. She's my cherry pie. With Janie Lane. Big Mike. Dang it. Hey, Big Mike. Yes. I, you, you know what? I'll say this. Uh, you, you, you're right. You should have hoped uh, Casey uh That's did number, not two. Say number, that two, number two. Number right? two, right? Yeah. I, I, I would have had the trifecta. You that would have been a trifecta. I would have, if I that was, was uh, if awesome. I was at the horse track, I would have been Casey for the block. Wow. If we're we're playing Hollywood Squares. Or I just picked Whoopi Goldberg for the block. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Or if we're playing Connect Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Uh, Warren's number two. Uh, All right. We'll do one more round. Okay. Good, good, good. One more round. Big Mike. We're going deep. We're going deep into hair metal. She said. Woo! Yes. That would have been. That could have been a hair metal song. Yes. <laughs> oh. I got a structured settlement. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll just <laughs> and I need cash, cash now. now. I don't think they'd sing it. It would be more like, I 
I got a structured set of words and I How about Tesla? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Tesla is not on the list. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. Damn it. I would have the trifecta, Casey, if you didn't go for warrant. Tesla's a good Dan one. It, Dan, Tesla is love, a good one. Love Tesla. I like warrant too. Dan it, Dan it. Uh, all right, sweet Melissa. Did we already say Motley Crue? No, no, we did not. But the crew, I would put them in this this genre. Yeah, they're kind of tip toe around it. Are you gonna? There's say a couple. Uh, what do you say, Subway? What do you say? Is the crew Motley Crue number ten? Wow! Yeah. All right. Yeah, Melissa's on the board. And baby die did say that baby dies on the board. Casey, and this this kind of wraps it up. What do you got? All right, so we got the crew in there. We did a little uh, this and then that and then their other. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I I'll go with Def Leppard. Oh, a hair metal standard. Def they are the Leppard. Def Leppard is not on the list. Wow. Oh. You know, um, on XM Hair Nation, they would question this. Yeah, yeah according well, to the message board, Debbie Does Dallas is a hair band. I'm not sure if that's uh, uh, right, but isn't that a movie? Uh, yeah, well, I believe, well, we're we're just gonna pass on that. Yeah, that I'm not gonna lie. There, uh, there, uh, everyone on this list, every band on this list, are they're American. Okay. Well, yeah, because it's a hair band. Yeah. Okay, so well, I mean, technically, Def Leppard is, but, but, but like they're, they're British. They're British. They're, they're, yeah. they're British. They're British. So it's it's a little different. Uh, all right, I'll run down the rest of the list. All right, Let, we're yes. going to start with number eight. Wasp. Oh, uh, Wasp! Yeah. How can you forget Wasp? Okay. Yep. Yeah, the Protestants. Yeah, number six. I'm surprised you guys did not get this. Because Big Ed did a, a rock and roll retrospective on this band, Dokken. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, baby uh, guy got that one. The captain, captain would have got that one. Baby guy. How about yeah. number five, Vixen? Uh, a little more obscure. Yeah. And There's a female band, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, female. They had some good tunes, but yeah. a little more obscure. And number four, if. Fill out the list. Wait, girls can be in a hair band? Hell sure. yeah. That has girls hair. can yeah, rock and roll. They can. Yeah, girls have hair. Uh, the hair bands are number, trying to emulate their hair. Right. Number four, uh, Debbie go- does Dallas. Oh, wow. no. I'm just on. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's it's not that. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's it's Faster Pussycat. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Faster, yeah, faster Pussycat. Pussycat. Yeah. Faster? Pussycat. Yeah. Sweet yeah, Melissa. Slower. Okay, your assignment is to tune into Hair Nation on XM Radio and listen for a week. They oh, had yeah. a spinoff for band real. called Slower Basset Hound. It just never took <laughs> off never in the took 90s. Off. It was during the grunge uh, era. You guys would consider uh, uh, Skid Row to be a hair hair metal. Band. I, I would. I yeah. definitely Skid Row would be hair. I would consider Kiss to be a hair band as yeah. well. Actually, yeah, especially with the without the makeup. Oh, for sure. You know what? Definitely Kiss. Kiss would be up there, especially yeah, K- Kiss putting is the action closer sets. to a disco group than a hair band. Yeah, well, 
Well, now that you listen, the X and sex when it comes to hair metal bands. Whoa, so. <laughs> whoa, yeah. Paul Stanley style. Yeah, yeah. Gene, Gene and Paul probably did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Just relax here for a second. Easy. You got a little Subway. too excited. Easy. There. Just like how we do with uh, Mercedes. So, okay. all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, she's got free will. You know, let's not like, let's not Cosby her just yet. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa! Oh, whoa! Cos. whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. America's dad, pudding pops. Yeah, I mean, would you uh, would you consider Van Halen to be uh, hair no, metal? No. Absolutely not. No, 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 they're, 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 no, no, not, neither. They're, they're hard rock. They're hard, hard rock. rock. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think they, they I, didn't fall, but I think they do get some play on, um, hair nation. Yes, I bet they sure. Do. Sure. I think they do. Yeah. They, they, uh, they, oh, quiet riot. Oh, sure. Quiet. Riot. Yeah. See, quiet. Riot Would definitely be, um, that's hair metal. I'm yeah. That's it's sisters not in there. Oh no! Oh, that's surprising. To, yeah, I was not like seriously. I was, I'm. Really I would think surprised. they would be in the top five. They like, should. Oh, top, top ten at least. least. Yeah, top ten. Top at least. five. Top five. I'm saying Twisted Sister top five. Shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised. Molly Cruz number ten. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I mean, now, I mean, early on, I mean, when you go all the way through. Uh, so they put their greatest hits of decade decadence. I mean, they, they were like teased hair, makeup and everything. I mean, they were, you know, they, they teased metal and they were kind of a metal band, but they were the, the hair rock kind of, you know, but he's, it, you're saying you think they should be higher, right? Yeah. Oh, you think they yeah. should be higher? Oh, I thought you meant they shouldn't be on the list. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, they absolutely should be on this list. Oh, okay, good. But they should be higher. And, uh, oh, shout out to Kix, too. Oh, yeah. Kix oh, would have yep. been a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Good right. list, Subway. Good list. All right. So, real, real quick, because uh, we're, we're, get, we're getting to that time of the show, but we got the big game. I'm going to give everyone one. One thing, what are they looking at at the big game? So I'm going to start with Big Mike. The big game, what are you looking at? Uh, how many times they show Taylor Swift? Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, can okay, we go over? Do you want to do an over-under on that? Well, uh, apparently there's an off-site, and they say it's four and a half. <laughs> wow. Four and a half, and I think that's low. I agree that's low. Now, now, here's the thing. She is in Japan touring right now. But isn't she flying in? Yeah. Apparently. 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 So uh, she's supposed to fly in. We'll see. If she doesn't fly in, then. I'm going to be disappointed. She does not get the four and a half, you know. (laughs) No, that goes to zero. Yes. So I'm looking for how many Taylor sightings we have during this game. And how many? And can I do a number two just because I'm Big Mike? You gonna take a poop? No, <laughs> I, I did one of those before the show. Oh, okay. The Energizer Bunny commercials, because they're usually pretty good. Wait, wait, that one? Energizer Bunny. Okay. You don't like that's him? me? Just you know him twirling the little 
drumstick. drumstick. Yeah. All right. So that's what I got. All right. Who's next? Sweet Melissa. Oh. Takeaway for or what? What, do, what are you looking for during the big game? The big game. The big game. The SB. No, I did. did. The Energizer, Energizer Bunny, Bunny commercials. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. No. Um, I just want to see good football. Mm, the foosball. That leave, was, it, leave it to a girl to just talk about sports. I know. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. Wow. <laughs> boo. 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 <laughs> oh, my god. Lots gosh. of boos. Lots of booze. Lots of yes. booze. And, and, <laughs> and laughs. Studio audience. Yeah. Wipeout. Yes. Was. Something like that. Uh, Subway. Next? Subway. Uh, ooh. I mean, Big Mike kind of took my answer. Uh, mm. I'm probably That's what I do on this oh, show. You're looking for the Energizer Bunny, too, huh? Uh, oh, you know what? He was looking for a Tay Tay. Oh yeah, no, I was. Tay Tay. I was, I was, yeah, uh, Tay Tay. Um, I was. I, I'm probably have to. I'm probably gonna tally how many times they're gonna show her. Uh, what What face. do you think, Subway? What do you think? How many times? What What's seven? Wow, you're high, buddy. I, I'm thinking five. I'm thinking we'll we'll regroup next week on the show, and we'll compare notes. I'm gonna go five Taylors. Five Tay Tays. <laughs> Five Tay Tay sightings. What about what about how many signs in the crowd are there about Taylor? I don't think there's a lot. No, I, I, no, I, not at the Super Bowl. It's not like it's it's they're they're not at SmackDown. They're not at a wrestling match. Yeah, but I've seen some signs of people. Uh, Taylor. I'm gonna say there may be some Taylor signs outside the venue. But I don't think we're going to see Taylor signs in the venue. I saw a good one that was a picture after a game once, and it said, Go Taylor's boyfriend. Oh my. I thought God damn. Go Taylor's boyfriend. <laughs> That's... Wow. Subway, what, what what's your thoughts on that? Travis Kelsey's a first Bow Hall of Famer, even before he was with Taylor Swift. I. Oh, there's I, no doubt about his. It's, it's his so we're not talking about his football prowess. His football prowess is, yeah, he's a great player. But it's hysterical. Tay Tay, <laughs> I love Tay Tay. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking so, of tight, speaking of tight. Well, but you, you haven't given us what you're looking for. I'm sorry. We oh, just, uh, ooh. Okay. I mean, is it crazy to say the Super Bowl halftime show? See what Usher brings in. Oh. Yes, that is crazy. No, I. Agree. I mean, I love me some Usha. I mean, I, I'm gonna say again for the umpteenth millionth year, I don't give a shit about that. Do you think he show. just plays that song over and over again because they're like, does anyone else know really another Usher song? He's like, eh, eh, er, eh, yeah, er, eh, er, eh, yeah. And that's like yeah. 20 minutes of that. Song. I don't know any Usher song. Yes, exactly. That's it. That's yeah. it. You're lying. Melissa, I just almost got the top three on the hair bands, uh, you know, top 10 list. So how would I know an Usher song? Not likely. I'm going to go, oh, he sang that? Anyway. They're good. Subway? 
Yep. What are you looking forward to besides Usher? Uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to see how well Brock Purdy is going to do in the Super Bowl. I mean, great story uh, from the last pick of the NFL draft to now leading the team to the Super Bowl. I want to see how he does in the big game. In the BG. Oh, the big game. Yep. In the BG of the SB. Ba- Baby Die says, great football, but go Casey. Uh, Baby Die, I'm very convinced you're a Swifty. Wait. Die, are you a Swifty? Baby, Wait. yeah. Did I miss out, Casey? Kansas. Yeah, because uh, I, I feel like if, if if any chief, if anyone that's uh rooting for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, uh, you I'm an NFC Chiefs. guy. I'm not. Uh, I'm an yeah, NFC. Yeah, see, guy. I'm an NFC guy too. Yeah, I I no. All right. uh, not at all. Oh well. Um. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Lucas Duda, is that what you're rooting for? Uh. Yep. Okay. Well. All right. So my takeaway on this. Uh. People realize in the end, Kansas City has a good defense. They do. They win the game, and Travis Kelsey retires in the sunset. And then goes on tour to watch his <laughs> blushing little girlfriend uh, go on another world tour because she just announced on the Grammys she's got a new album that she's about to drop. What, what, what if what if Travis Grammys. ends up on the it's album? It's very sexual. Oh my! Whoa! Oh, whoa, Travis is whoa. Travis must be dude something to old Tay Tay then. Yeah. Have yeah. you have you seen the album album cover? It's very it's the most sexual she's put out. Oh uh, my! For a cover. Travis, what are you doing to old it's, Tay-Tay? It's, it's Subway's wiener. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to see that. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't even believe it. I don't want to believe it. Oh, I want to pretend like I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it's called uh, Fest, the album. Which is also um, uh, weird because in Des Moines, Iowa, they have this festival every year in August. It's called Sausage Fest. So I'd, it's I'd go not, because it's I... not it's not related to um, you know, a a quote unquote sausage fest. Yes. What about a sausage fest? Oh, that's something different. That's totally different. That's in Austria. That's oh in Austria. So, have we jumped off the rails enough? I believe so. Um, can you really jump off them enough, though? Yo, you can. It's called a derailment. <laughs> that's basically that's, warm beer yeah. in the cheap seats is that's, a derailment. That's beautiful. So, you know, that's the wrong song. <laughs> I thought we were going about that's the right show song. now. All right. Thanks, everybody. Subway, good job. Melissa, Big Mike, keep the... Sunny, shiny side up. There we go. And greasy side down. I want to say, hey, Danny boy, thanks for listening tonight. New listener, Danny boy, I'm calling you out on warm beer in the cheap seats. Toxic adventure. Take care.